It seems like we were born questioning what, when, where, how, and of course, why. We look to the stars and inside ourselves for answers to things that many consider to be unknowable. But that doesn't stop us from asking. Religion, philosophy, meditation, we ask and ask and seek and seek. Not unexpectedly, many of us often find ourselves asking the most elusive question of all. Who am I? Some people spend their lives learning and relearning that answer. Others take less traveled paths in their search to know themselves. Astrologists and fortune tellers, tarot card readers and palmists. There's no shortage of ways to try to get a glimpse behind the curtain or a peek beyond the scenes. Can anyone know for certain what the future holds before it becomes the past? Is the palace of wisdom at the end of the road of excess or the one paved with good intentions? Who knows? Maybe the most important thing is that we keep asking the questions. Welcome to our very special Valentine's Day episode of the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am Louise Salas, the captain of this podcast. <laughs> yes, I'm declaring captain today. And if I am indeed the captain, then Gina, you are my Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be someone's Tennille, so there we go. I didn't know that was going to be my thing today, but I like it. Oh, good Lord. Oh, we can only go uphill from here. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, it's going to go there. Love will keep us together, Gina. It will. It may be just the love of amazing drinks and some boozy banter, but it'll still be strong. And speaking of love, I can't wait. To introduce today's guest, Gina, I know you know her, um, and I'm sure everyone else is going to fall in love with her just like we did. Um, please welcome certified designated drinker, ha, 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 certified lipsologist, Ariana Lightning Storm, to the show. Yay. Hi, it's good to meet you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just jump in. What the hell is lipsology? Lipsology is, as de as described by Jilly Eddy, who's the founder, is the art and science of lip print reading. So people put on lipstick, kiss a card that I've made for their party or their event, and then I tell them about their personality traits based upon their kiss. It's personality traits, energy levels, emotions, and what's going on with you in the moment. Super fun stuff. Yes, it is super fun. I've actually, um, quite a few years ago, was at an event, and that's when I first met you, but it was exactly that. It was a, it was a networking event, and it was, um, I'm going to say it was I, incredibly accurate. Yes, it really is. Jilly spent 20 years researching over 10,000 lip prints to make sure her system was 80 to 100% accurate before she taught a single person. And so 12 years ago, a little more than that now, she started teaching um, people how to do this. And I was the fifth person she trained, and I'm the first one on the East Coast. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And the, the, you said there's only eight certified? That's right. There's only eight certified lipsologists in the world. We are working on including more there there's people in the queue learning right now i'm one of the also three almost four years ago now i was certified to teach as well which made me the first certified teacher of lipsology in the world aside from the founder and i uh, started teaching and she after she finished her book which is called the, the lipsology the science of uh, the laws of 
I'm sorry, lipsology. <laughs> the art and science of reading lip prints. Even a couple sips of champagne and I'm already. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. it, it, we, make, we make it easy for you to tell us anything about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Lubrication. Yeah, we drop those inhibitions. Um, so how did, you get, how did you get there? What was your journey to get there? So I started, um, when I was a kid, I was fascinated by spiritual things. I was interested in all this stuff. And this is not something that was my family. It was just me being interested. And so when I was 10 years old, I got my first deck of tarot cards. And they, you can say tarot or tarot. It's yep. like, you know, potato, potato. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I started, uh, I was fascinated by them. Um, I got them and I was... Not really serious about it, but it was just curious and looking at them. As I got older, I met some people who were interested in these sorts of things in high school, and we called ourselves the group. Very original. <laughs> <laughs> there were four and or five of us, and we, um, we we were looking. Some of us had got cards at the time, too, so we started comparing and learning how to do that. And then when I was 14, I also got a copy of a book called The Laws of Scientific Hand Reading, which is by William Benham. It was written in 1900, and it was another 30-year research book like Jilly's, which I think is very interesting that the next iteration I end up reading another thing, that you know, learning another thing. Actually, I didn't get the book. I actually helped her produce the book. I, I, I was an encourager. <laughs> <laughs> get that done! <laughs> we just call ourselves enablers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I try to. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, um, I read this book on palmistry, and it, it was an interesting kind of palmistry because it was again, researched. So it wasn't just, um, this is what my grandmother taught me. It was also, this is me going through and making sure that it was accurate and finding out, you know, so William Benham went through and went to prisons and went to famous people and, and actually even has a picture of a person who committed suicide, um, you know, with, with, uh, rigor mortis and the, the, you know, pulling the hand open to make sure it didn't close again. Cause yeah, that's how it was. It's a, there's a photograph of it, wow. and, but it's important to have that information if you're going to do professional palmistry, because if you see somebody who's likely to do that, you have information about what that looks like and you can say, okay, this person needs to get some help and you can actually maybe encourage them, at least make an effort to get them in the right direction. So that's something I tell people when I teach palmistry, which I do. Um, I tell them, you know, this is important for you to know because you can then maybe be of service to them and helping them to find some help because nothing's set in stone. As you change your lines, change. If you read the cards, it's like even the reading can change your outcome. This is nothing. A lot of readers are, are fatalistic or people want them to be sort of like, this is what will happen. But the thing is that it's not all set in stone. We are, we have choice. Is so, that because human nature wants a definitive answer? Yeah. We, we don't, but we do. We, we, we'd like a sure thing. Yeah, absolutely. Or tell me what to do. I'm like, well, you know, um, I understand that you're scared about being responsible about your choices, but <laughs> <laughs> really, you know what you want to do. Just, you know, live, if you, how long do we have to live? Do what you love. Yeah, you absolutely. We, I mean, you want to tell me when my end date is? Because that, that would be very helpful in decision making. <laughs> yeah, really? I would <laughs> never want to know that one. <laughs> no, see, I'm one of those people who would be like, yes, I would like to know so I can make every plan up to the moment it's going to happen. Isn't that crazy? I just yes, don't think that, that it's crazy. set in stone. As a matter of fact, I tell people when I teach them that um, to ev never, ever do that unless you want to be responsible for when that person chooses to die. Because we have some power over that. Because if you look at, uh, you know, histories, even famous people like presidents, um, the first couple few, there's at least two or three of them that died on the date of the signing of the uh, Declaration of Independence that day. 
you know, as an anniversary. People die on Christmas a lot. They die on their birthdays a lot. They die on anniversaries. Yes. So it's it's a thing. And so I think that that it's a thing. Actually, I would say my father died on Memorial Day, and I really do. He was a, a, a World War II vet, very proud of his service, um, and I, I always say my father chose that date. He and definitely of course, chose on that Valentine's Day. Day, we're talking about death. So, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like really kind of like par for the course? I mean, it's I feel like death. it, it <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Life and death. It's well, all you know, what life's love, about, right? Life and taxes, right? Is yeah, yeah. And taxes is just love, life and taxes. I forget what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, let's forget about that part. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we drink, right? Exactly. <laughs> one, one of many. One of many. <laughs> that is why I'm here. That's why we're sipping champagne, talking yeah. about it. That's right. Uh, but just so I tell people, don't tell somebody when they're going to die because f- they can change it. I've seen that happen over and over again, especially with the, the palms, because there's a lot of not so great palmists out there who think that if there's a break in the lifeline, then that person's going to die. And I'm, a lot of people who look at a book and think that, too. And I, they've come to me terrified because somebody told them that. And I will cu- say, no, no, no. Look, that was when you were 30. How old are you now? Oh, I'm 50. Well, guess what? <laughs> You didn't die. So what it means is change, just like the death card in the tarot deck. It means change, profound change. Something major happened at that point. So it may be moving from one part of the country to another. It may be some other big life change, like you decided to change jobs or change careers or something else. Marriage, birth, right. all of those major changes exactly. that we go through. So any just of that life. Can, yeah, exactly. So a break in the line doesn't mean death. It just means big change. Now, all the lines are broken, and that's what's in that hand I was talking about. All the lines are broken at the same place. Place, then you need to work with the person on on how to to avert that. Of course, you know if they want to, um, and so and then there's then comes the other hand, which is what Benham talked about. He said that the the non-dominant hand, whichever one that is, is the potential, and then the dominant hand is how you've acted on it. So if there's something different in the non-dominant hands, it's going to be easier to make a change than if it's all the same. Wow. So yeah. So those are the ways I look at the hands to see what's going on with the person, and it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And like all of a sudden I'm looking at my palms. Everybody's looking at their hands. <laughs> okay. So I started with that, and then I got into um, then you know, and I've been doing that for years and years and years. And of course, I'm also a computer geek and a whole bunch of other things. So I do. I mean, I, I'm not include. I'm not and a chance. programmer, but yeah. And, and I sing, and I have a band. So I, I have. I'm a, mo- a woman of many hats, as they say. Um, but yeah, I have a band who um, so for twenty. 29 years this year. Wow. So we're never 30th anniversary in a year. Um, and so that band's name is Kiva, uh, K-I-V-A. And that's um, the... I have it right here. Yeah, we are. our latest album is called Kiva's, or Odds and Ends by Kiva. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It is. So it's it's what it is, is it's uh, all the stuff we didn't get on other albums. <laughs> so it's yep. a whole lot of fun. And um, the band has does everything from chant to world fusion to, we call it mystical folk. And so um, here, here's a here's what Gina's showing. So um, my soul so, is following you. So oh. <laughs> earlier um, uh, we were going over recipes um, for uh, an older show and I needed to get the recipe from her mm-hmm. and she named it odds and ends. <laughs> and she just did that this morning. <laughs> and I brought and I thought I'm going to bring her one of my my CDs. So, so I, I'm always I, I'm telling you I'm in tune with this woman. Like <laughs> I've known I'm we're like 10 we're over have, we're over 10 years. Yeah. I mean I met you and I was like I need to tell her that I'm a palmist, you know, and I don't normally go out of my way to do that cuz I would I was at your um, one of the places yeah, you used to work. Yes, I am. And um, I was entertaining for a corporate gig um, doing lipsology. It was, my, I think, my very first um, corporate event oh, wow. for it, um, or one of them. It was a holiday event. 
And when I was done, I went out to the bar and, and I just I just took a liking to you. And, See. you know, it's just I felt really good about you. So I said, you know, I, I, I'll tell her I do palmistry. And then I was there the rest of the night doing palms and cards for everybody. Drunk. <laughs> By the way, heavily, again, heavily lubricated. Yes. <laughs> well, that's because you kept feeding me drinks for, you know, say, here, let me give you another drink. And but now, now I'll tell you one thing. She told me that night and I said... This woman's crazy. She goes, you know, you'll be a mother and you'll have, it says here you'll have two kids. I was like, she's, she leaves and I'm like, I'm never going to have kids. I'm never going to get mad. I'm not doing any of these things. Well, here I am, two kids. Yeah. Married, did everything that she said I would. <laughs> I just, you know, when it, when it shows up, it shows up. But like a million years, I'm, I'm light years from that time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. It is. And it was wonderful to meet you. And to, to to entertain for your bartender friends and everybody else in the bar, practically. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so fun. do you um, read yourself? Occasionally, pretty much. Um, the way I feel about it is that I just tune in. If I'm supposed to know something, I will. Mm -hmm. But I've over time, I've also been really strong with just focusing on intention and using my mind. So what I teach people when I do readings for them is that we have not been taught to manage our minds in this culture. Um, it's more like an Asian thing. And the thing is that the more you focus on what you want, the more you can create that. The thing is that the we're all, everybody in the world has some programming. It's a, people tell them what to think and they go yep. robot like to get, because we're, we're set up to do that. So it's about re in essence, reprogramming yourself. So the work I've been doing over the last few years is helping myself to be clear and clear and allow myself to be and do and have what it is I be want to do and have and also just be open to, you know, better and better. And so it's it's about managing my negative thoughts and changing them to what I want them to be. So I see when people are worried or are stressed out or whatever, I say, okay, well, what you want to do is you want to write down, I'm worried X horrible thing will happen. And then I say, okay, change that to what it is you do want rather than what you don't want. And so it's in the lip prints, it's in the, um, it's in hands, it's in cards. I'll see it all over the place. And I, I basically give, it's a simple direction and of course, if you want to really get into it, there's some deeper work to do. But that even just that little bit can start to really help you to be more able to manage your life in a more positive way. So I think on that note, let's do our, our own. Let's do our, our, our your lip prints. Yes. All right. So, so. you putting on the lipstick. I handed each of you a, a lipstick tube. What I do is I slice off the end with a razor blade. Um, actually, I can give you a mirror if you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you're, it looks like you're all good. You with look it. good. Yeah, it looks like you're doing okay. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So then, um, keep a hold of that. You're going to reapply between kisses. That's my okay. suggestion. So I do. Uh, so kiss the card anywhere you like. I. Yeah, I it's hard. You have to get the Okay. <laughs> and then we reapply. Yes. And then kiss again in another spot. Um, my minimum is two. You can do as many as you like. That's a pretty sexy lip print right there. So I'm done. <laughs> I want the first one. <laughs> They're all going to be good. They all tell me something. And that's what's really cool about it. So I tell people basically. Um, well, I got to get that one again. How, how are you going to do that? Well, you just do what you do. And it's going to tell me what it's important for you to know. Not, not necessarily right. just what you want to hear. Now, number those kisses in the order that you made them. Okay. Um, so that I know that matters. It tells me a little more. <laughs> it's like. Getting that thing around All right. the microphone. All right. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then, um, okay. So I've got. So it's Louise. Louise. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've got oh, Louise. Oh, that's in this one's Gina's. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Great. Oh, so I've got God. Louise lips. Louise's lip prints, 
And um, what's interesting is I'm noticing the left side of the lip print is is uh, kind of almost invisible or missing. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that there's something going on uh, with the left side of your body. Probably it's likely to be your back because it's like the whole area. And I call that an owie. I just kind of select it and I say owie in parentheses because there's something unhappy there. And so I say um, you need to do something different. So like a massage, chiropractic, acupuncture, something that's outside of, you know, what you normally would do to, you know, like ignore it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Medicate it with some champagne. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Ignore it. That's right. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I say massage or chiro um, is is a good one for the back especially. Um, And the thing is that what I've learned, and I do massage, uh, I used to do massage, and I also um, get chiropractic treatments. I found that um, over time it got worse and worse and worse. And then when you get the more pain you're in, and you know, you'll go and do something about it, but it's like you want it, you know, it isn't one and done with chiropractic, yep. and it isn't that way with massage either. You really need to get to to take care of yourself, and it is a um, a long term way to keep yourself healthier and your body working for longer. And I I actually wouldn't be walking or st- I'd be in a wheelchair at this point if I hadn't done something about it. And my neck is so much better, and I don't hurt all the time. So I highly recommend finding a chiropractor you can trust and a massage therapist you can trust, and just go to them and I know it's an expense but it's it's like that you know then you don't take 10 tons of drugs which then kill your liver or your kidneys (laughs) you have to save that for all the alcohol (laughs) (laughs) that's that's right yeah so there you go so you can do that um the other thing I see in here is an angel mark which is in the top part of one of your lip prints it's a little triangular um mark that's in the top lip print it's not the cupid's bow which can also look triangular which is usually bigger it's a smaller um like a pie wedge out of the top of the lip print and that is uh indicates it's called an angel mark because you have a guardian angel watching over you oh so it's a really cool thing to see and so so crazy and they're showing up today to let you know that they're there for you and they're paying it, you know, that they're here and, and watching over. Another really cool thing in your lip print is that you have a larger, fuller upper lip print, which indicates you're a very good listener. Um, so people probably cry on your shoulder, tell you their life story, even though they don't know you, that kind of thing. So there's that. And then um, you have a strong, almost a V-shape. It's pretty much a V-shaped Cupid's bow, which means what I say is long fuse, big boom at the end kind of temper. <laughs> <laughs> Well. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so I say V equals volcano. Um, <laughs> Those who know me may agree. <laughs> and it really isn't that you're, you know, it's not like volcanoes erupt constantly unless you're like, there's only a couple that do in the whole world. Um, they just do it every once in a while, like even rarely. And that's the thing. It's not My like inner get, Pele. Yeah, you don't get mad all the time. You just get, you, but when somebody really needs to have, you know, be dumped volcanic fluids on, then there you go. That's so true. (laughs) You also have a gourmet lip split in all three of your lip prints, which is not surprising since you're doing this show. (laughs) It means that you're a foodie. You like quality food. You're particular. And therefore, you are not a cheap date. I am not a cheap date. (laughs) (laughs) If it's supposed to be nice, it darn well better be. Okay. So I put that. I'm writing these things as I say them. So, um, and I actually have a bunch of stamps, but I, I, I leave them in my suitcases. I have lip covered suitcases that I bring to that's parties. Great. Well, that's easy to find, right? Yeah. Well, I actually I get them on, you can find them on Amazon and there's a, there's a website called mygirlfriendshouse.com and it's got all these great little kitschy things, you know, that you can nice. give, 
you know, to give as gifts or whatever. It's, it's great. So the last thing here that I'll say about yours is that there's two things. One, that it's very heart-shaped, which indicates, so I call that the big heart, and that is my own thing. It's not Jilly's. Um, although she might take it on eventually, and because um, they, they just look heart-shaped to me. And then there's also um, the dark outline around the outside edge, and there's a whole lot more. We'll talk about it. But uh, the dark outline around the outside edge indicates overwhelm. I call, Julie calls this, and I call it Ms. Stretch, like a rubber band about to snap. And so... <laughs> you are not reading my cards. I will make a cocktail before that happens. We're done here. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you on the... On, oh, go ahead. I have please. one last thing. Please. So sorry. Uh, the thing about this is the next time somebody says, here's 12 more things to do, including yourself, I know you're not likely to say that word there, which is no. So here's what I'm going to have you say <laughs> instead. <laughs> Normally, I'd say yes. However, my lipsologist told me not to take any more on it this time. <laughs> so you can blame me. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So here's how accurate she is with the owie and the left side of the back. That's exactly it. I have an injury that can't be fixed and I do uh, physical therapy or um, I need to be at the gym more. It really, you hit it on the head It's and it's always there. And mm-hmm. it's on the left hand side, left side, can't be fixed. It's well, just something I have to manage. It's a chiropractic thing, or, mm-hmm. you know, I would say check out acupuncture, um, um, energetic healing. This is why yep. Julie brought this up, is to go outside your box. Because mm-hmm. PT is like, the, I went the other direction. I did all these other things, and then I did PT for, for sciatica, and it fixed it. But it was like, I think, all the other stuff plus the sure. PT that yep. did it. So I recommend going outside your box with that. And then the angel mark, you told me that before. You told me that in the old, the reading mm-hmm. years ago, that you said told the exact same thing. Just so if anyone has any gut, I'm just, these are, um, and I have to be a good listener. I hang out with Gina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't write it down. So clearly yeah. <laughs> you want those recipes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and I, uh, am definitely not a cheap date. <laughs> no, not even for coffee. Yeah. Not even for coffee. <laughs> All right. So, uh. Gina, you're gonna up it up. You're, here's how about, here's how about you make a drink while she reads your lips? Yes, and then I'll hide and be like, I am. I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, you don't have the same markings on there. I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll stand corrected. The lower left quadrant. So something with your hip, your knee, or your foot on the left hand side. Um, maybe even Jesus. on the right hand side as well. Oh, so. on both sides. <laughs> At least she's asymmetrical. I mean, I did have a spill. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's. You start, and I'm going to start. You go for one, and I'll go for one. Okay. Go. You're generous and expressive. All right. I will put some blackberries inside of these uh, shaker tins. (laughs) She's very generous, (laughs) especially with the spirit. Go ahead. Next. Okay. Um, So basically, you're able to share your ideas, teaching, writing, speaking, performing, expressing yourself in some way. Perfect. I'm going to express and muddle these blackberries (laughs) in the bottom of the shaker tin. So you have a strong, what's called a hug pucker. You have to be careful when you say that, unless you mean to say something else. (laughs) Again, we've gone back to, that's the other show. Hold on, (laughs) tell me what a hug pucker is, because I like it. I already like it. I already know it's a good thing. Yes, it means that you should go out and get a lot of hugs. And and the way yours shows up indicates that you are picky about who you hug. You only hug the people you really care about. Yes. Yes. Don't touch me if I don't know you. Yes, exactly. I just thought that was the Long Island India. So when speaking of hugs, we're going to... We're going to squeeze two halves of a lime in two different shakers. I'm making two cocktails. Next. Awesome. <laughs> and um, the, uh, what it, the other thing that this means is that you are someone who is privately passionate. My husband knows about that. Neil, you're a lucky man. So with that, I will give you one ounce of gin. Okay. 
Is that it? Is that all we said? No, nope. no, you got so more. You more. Go, there's so much more. So much more. Um, so these are medium-sized lip prints, which you, means you like to keep busy and you like to keep a balance when you can between work, home, and play. So you're juggling here, juggling there, juggling everywhere. <laughs> With that being said, I'm going to put some yuzu bitters in, which is actually extremely bitter and puckering. All right. All right. Adds balance. It does add balance. You also, your upper lip prints thinner, um, which means you're a good, uh, you're someone who uh, is picky, like thinks in a particular way. And with that, I'm going to... Gina's picky. Yeah. And <laughs> with that, I'm going to add a half an ounce of, <laughs> a, little, of a, a lemon um, cordial that we made, which is a little uh, fresh lemon, sugar, water. I will give the recipe. Go ahead. You have two angel marks. So you've got two guardian angels watching over you. <sighs> Do you know how crazy it is when you said that to Louise and I and I said and we That's we, crazy. we just did something in New Orleans and um she was like you guys have followers and you have two and you have somebody with you and I was like I'm yeah. like you're not the first person that said it and then you said it to her and I was like that's so funny and then you said it again I'm like it's so true <laughs> so for that I have two shaker tins so I'm going to shake for my angels <laughs> keep going you have a zinger, which means you have a sharp tongue at times. Maybe a slightly sarcastic sense of humor. Um, that one's I understate dead for humor. on. <laughs> I, I understate for humor's sake. I believe that's my Slytherin tongue, and that's the reason why I love Harry Potter. And with that, I'm going to take two coupe glasses, and I'm going to double strain this mixture into here of gin, lime, a little bit of yuzu bitters, and muddled blackberry for this beautiful um, red... Valentine's Day uh, blood color, if you will, almost. It is beautiful. And if you've missed any of those ingredients... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep going. Do we have anything else you're going to tell me? Oh, I got one yes. more ingredient. You have a diamond, uh, your a lip print. So one of your lip... Right, actually, two of them are diamond-shaped, which means you're successful and you help other people to succeed. Oh, so I'm a nice person. Well, so you recognize... No, you're like a coach or a teacher or a counselor, someone who's able to see what people are good at and help them to see that in themselves. You can you can find the oh, hidden ingredient awesome. in people. Well, I like that. So with that, would celebrate it. Let's yeah. add a little bit of... A little bit more bubbly because nothing is more of a turn-on to me during Valentine's Day than some sexy gin, a little bit of bubbles, blackberries... Because what do they say? The darker the berry, the sweeter the, the juice. juice. Oh, yeah. So there we go. So I'm going to serve it up to my ladies. All right. Uh, so if you've missed any of those recipe, uh, any of that recipe, don't worry. You can go to designateddrinker.show. That's designateddrinker.show. And Gina will have all of the tips and tricks and how to on how to master this drink that is absolutely stunning. And I can't wait. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for the insight. Cheers, Gina. I Thank feel you for the I know. Drink. I feel enlightened today. <laughs> oh, how lovely! What do you think? I love it. I just love it. I like the the cleanliness of it. Yeah, it's beautiful on the nose. Mm-hmm. I, it's that's um, and it, it you know it, it in appearance it seems very heavy, but on the palate it's very nice and smooth and silky, which wraps right into that Valentine's. Yeah, um, I think it, I think it's the, the fruit and the gin combination. The gin just really lightens it up in a way, and that's really wonderful because I'm not a big gin fan. But this is you know, but you make gin taste great. Yeah, you always <laughs> say, and that's the reason why I chose gin for you. I was like, you know, I could I could have went your route. I could have mm-hmm. given you your your sweetie sweets, but I was like, mm, no, nah, we got to do something different. I'm always happy to try new things. Yes, of great. course. As 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 I am. Can we talk about really quickly that you yes. have your um? So what is the music on your new and your new album? 
The music on the new album is all kinds of different things. Um, let me just, I, because I'm losing my mind here. Um, <laughs> so it is um, a bunch of songs. There's one that I wrote called Midsummer's Fay, and that is was inspired by the New York Fairy Festival. And it's really, really fun. And um, Decide was that. written by one of the founders uh, the, of the New York Fairy Festival. And it's about decisions you make. So it's like who decides what everything means. And we talk about it. So it's a, it's a very interesting philosophical piece. And then there's this really beautiful song by uh, Jim Noland, who is um, in a band that, that some I used to sing in sometimes called uh, Longhouse. And he doesn't, that band isn't very long in the distant past. So I've uh, collected a couple of pieces to play and he uh, gave us permission to do this one it's called for love is waiting there's like two serious love songs on this album (laughs) so tell me how would someone get to that album then so it's kivasong.com so it's k-i-v-a-s-o-n-g.com or you can go to cd baby and look up kiva there's a band that was around a few years ago they came and went in the middle of how long we've been around that's called kiva but if you look us up you'll find it if you do kiva and then odds and ends you'll find us um, in cd baby and you can download individual songs you can get the whole album you can get the physical album because we did produce cds for those so you said there's two love songs on there. Hold on, I have one more question. For, I'm going to put Ariana in the hot yeah, seat. Sure. So you have two love songs on there. Mm-hmm. Are we in love? Um, not personally. <laughs> other than with life, I love life. I love my life. I'm very happy. No, I just these are songs that we've been singing for a while, and and I just love, I love singing about love, and I love love. So you know, and that's. You know, of course, coming up on Valentine's for Love is Waiting. And, uh, you know, it's a great song for that. And then there's uh, Loving Ourselves Into Love, which is another song. It's actually about all of us heavier women who um, need to hear a song that's about loving ourselves instead of being all about, you know. How can you not love you, right? Exactly. True enough. And so that's what that's that's about. And then we do um, a bunch of other fun. Rain Prayer is also kind of a love song. It's about, um, it's more of a love song to life and it's it's a it's about coming back to center and all that both of the loving ourselves and rain prayer about kathleen hannon who's an amazing amazing writer and she gave us permission to do those and we did an ed sheeran song we did i see fire which is the one that was it was really cool because that one that one was um on the hobbit movie so we well when we saw it we were like we have to do this we got back together and said we have to do this so we did and nice. we have a whole bunch of other such fun, a couple of other really famous pieces. Um, sun Mash is a mixture of three different songs that are sun oriented. So, so as, cool. there's a lot of mixture because it's, it's, as I said, it's odds and ends. So you're not got a lot of the same, same throughout the album. I like that. That's great. Well, if you uh, want to find that, you missed any of that, again, you go to designateddrinker.show. You'll get Gina's recipes. And then we'll also have all the information on how they get a hold of you, how they get um, to your music, all of those things. To our lipsology? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, but with that, I have to call it, Gina. It has come to an end. Not odds and ends, but the end, which means it's last call. There we go. Yes. You don't have to go home. You just have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks.